What up, Blurds and Nerds? It's the Blurred Perspective Podcast. I'm Lady L. Brother Ruth. And um, right off top, we want to um, say rest in peace to Young Dolph. We are recording on uh, November 21st, a Sunday. So, Young Dolph was murdered since Lee uh, last week. And so, uh, we want to send condolences to his family and friends. Um, I enjoyed his music, so I am kind of bummed about this one. And, you know, as all the details come out or non-details, it's just sketchy and annoying. And it's like, that man was just trying to make it, and here we go again. You know, it just kind of reminded me of the Nipsey Hussle situation. Brother, what you got? Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> because, I mean, I'll just die. I mean, listen, I know he was supposed to be in the game, and I know, you know, when you live that life, you kind of, kind of comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. But at the point where, you know, dudes, rappers and stuff, and you're trying to look. That's why I would never want to be in the game because you can't right. never leave that shit. Right. Somebody always looking for some get back because of something somebody else did in your game. Right. Because <clears throat> if this was rap beef, then it's stupid because. It needs the same way. Did anybody get killed? Like, because my thing is, why did they hate that dude so much? Right. Not only did they murder him, they shot up his memorial. Yeah, that's so crazy. It's like. Did he kill somebody? Did he have somebody killed? I don't like, care about any of that. What, to me, that's a real Well, that would make you kind of understand why no. they was that... Because from my understanding, he did a video a few weeks ago about going to some cookie store. Mm-hmm. The cookie store that he was actually murdered at. Right. He did a video about how he always go to that cookie store when, when he's back home. in town. Right. And it's like they waited on him to go to the cookie store and then killed him. Lame. Like, and what I saw, hell? like, the ages of the people. One was, like, 19. I'm like, ooh, I just, it, it's really Well, that's sort of the people that shot up the memorial. The memorial. But it's but, like, why are y'all shooting up the memorial? I don't want to understand gang shit, and I don't fucking care. It's dumb as hell. That's why I say all this smoking stupid. pack shit is just, I've always said that. Who I smoke and smoking this pack and all that, that shit is ridiculous, but... Grown ass men are bearing we, allegiance to other grown ass men. It's like the it thing, clout thing here. to do to murder a rapper or murder a celebrity. And it's like, why? Yeah, but then you hear that song, so they're going to haunt you. First of all, I believe in karma. Second of all, it's just annoying. Like, this is what y'all have to do. There are people, there's, I'm not even going to name the two people in question. That I'm talking about that literally anybody should be trying to assassinate. I'm not even gonna say their names, but the point is, it's so interesting that we seek out each other, people from our own community. You say anybody could be trying to assassinate. Well, no, I there. George Zimmerman is still alive. That's all I'm say about that. But oh, we out was- here killing each other. Oh, but George Zimmerman lives. Yeah. That's so y'all avenging stupid shit when y'all could at least be avenging something that means something. 
I don't understand the street code, and I don't want to. Though how y'all kill it's Nipsey, dumb. but let George Zimmerman make it. And Nipsey was opening businesses. That's crazy. Building up the community and stuff. Like again, I don't really care about street shit. And I'm no a civilian, bed. so I don't want to fucking care about street shit. And my thing is, when I you, have a brain, they got all these white boys because that's who they are making all these. Uh, YouTube channels about death in the black community and what rappers associated with what gang. Mm-hmm. And I never saw one about Young Dolph. Right. So that lead, led me to believe, okay, maybe if they was in the gang, we he know. wasn't no killer. Right. But again, you know, you only, um, you only can, can find out so much. But it's like, you always saw like New York and Jacksonville and stuff. Yeah. But I never saw, uh, Memphis on there. Right. So it's like, I mean, yeah. And they've been trying to kill this boy since, what, 2017, 2018? Which is bananas. And I'm just like, Get a wow. hobby. I mean, even since 2017, 2018, I'm sure he hasn't been involved in anything other than rap beat. Right. So why was it necessary for him to have to die? He has a wife and small children. Like, we want better, right? We want better. But so, how can you go sit in wherever you sit after doing something like that and then complain about any plight of black people? You are have caused somebody to be a single mother and two, I, I think he had two kids, I'm not sure. His children not to have a father. So what is that cycle going to do for his children? What is that cycle going to do for you? Now somebody's going to hunt you until they get you. And so on and so forth. Like we saw this play. We've seen this play out so many times. And like it's just insane that it just goes on and on. And people can't control it. So like what happens to just fighting? Why can't we just... Even, like, no violence, but if we got to have violence, me and my coworker were talking about this. So, because somebody cuts you off on the road, because that's where we at in Texas now, you have to die. Like, I don't deserve to live anymore because I cut you off in traffic, or I needed to get in in front of you. And now, I don't, I cease to exist. My family members have to be without me. Because you are that upset about it. I don't get it. People are just... I don't know. Life don't mean anything to people anymore. Because, again... They need to, like, spray pheromones in the air. What to the good old days when you just extorted a rapper? Right. Like, why, again, why kill the bag? If anything, you could have just... Right. I mean, what, he wasn't paying the tab anymore? And, so and that's whack, too. So, I when I'm not even going to get into this pay-the-tab shit. But it's like... Like, somebody died who, for all intents and purposes... Put your city on. Put your city trying to... No, nah, he ain't put Memphis on. But was he, trying to, he was trying to bring it back. Because Juicy J, fine. But, okay, we're talking about the new Memphis. Who else was coming? Oh, yeah, Black Youngster and them. Yo, God. You know. uh, those are the people that... Okay, Avon and MJG. Okay, MJG. I'm saying they have a history. So I don't right now. I mean, I'm saying he was the new... I said the new poor Pooh Shiesty. Having issues too, though. Yeah, but again, I don't. Oh, money bag, yo. I mean, but I'm just, you know, 
Um, Basically, everybody say her when they rap. <laughs> no. I just, I don't know. I just was shocked <laughs> to hear Young Dolph got. Because I didn't, outside of this weirdo shit with uh, Soldier Boy, <laughs> I hadn't heard him in no beefs other than whatever was happening in the city. But uh, somebody was telling him he needed to leave Memphis because something like this could happen. Yeah, it's sad. Like, you shouldn't have to. But I think in my position, I would have. Like, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Like, I'm not built for that ready-to-die Tupac stuff. I'm just not built like that. That man was 36 years old. Do you know how young 36 is? When young Dolph was on Drink Champs, Mm -hmm. Noriega warned him about going back to... Memphis like that because really? stuff like that happens. Oh no, and, about hating people yeah. in the city. But my thing is, he couldn't move his whole family. I'm sure, right? Like cousins. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I want to go back and visit home. You his know, mom was there, right? Just buy one or two plane tickets than to buy a plane. A tickets whole for, house. You know what I'm saying? In so a whole like, other state. Yeah. You want to go back home? But I guess it's like, you know, I guess you got to buy your mama a house in a yeah. like secluded, nice neighborhood. With security. And you go over there and you just invite everybody over there or something. Because it's mm. like, that's, I mean. But I that's know. my problem with black street shit. The mobsters seem to have a code at least. Only you get it. Not your mom. Not your cousins. Not your family. You know what I'm saying? And if you are of a certain rank, then you don't get it at all. I don't, whoever you pissed off just gonna have to sit there and eat that shit. Like, at least they have rules. Like, my God. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, this was just, it was shocking to me. It was sad. Mm -hmm. I was bummed. Of him with his family and him with his kids and looking like a regular. Regular civilian, and not even really just. I don't know. I, I didn't really see interviews where he was just talking crazy or nothing. Maybe I missed something. But to to, I guess. I mean, what happened to people understanding that stuff like that? Death is definitive, right? So it's like, but they don't care. They don't have a. They don't care about life. They don't then, care because their life expectancy is so short. They don't care. And then I see people talk about, well, he was a gang member. He was. A, what does that mean? But we don't, we, so he wasn't trying to change his life. And he was an artist that touched people. So whatever he was he doing before that. So I guess he wasn't. I guess he didn't try to change his life. I guess he wasn't trying to do better. So you can't. I guess you're not allowed to have sympathy for him because of what he used to do. That's not true because look at Snoop Dogg and how he's evolved. Snoop Dogg was gang banging, and my God, look at how that man has reinvented himself and. Came into his own as a human. Like, it, that's bullshit. I agree with you. I that's saw a lot bullshit. of people posting, well, he was in the game. What do you expect? And it's like. So that's the lie they tell us that we can't change our life. And y'all just perpetuating a lie. Yeah. Because anybody can change their life. Anyone. It's like, was this death being final as it is? Is it really necessary in situations like this? 
Like, why did they want to kill this guy so bad? What town are they from? Like, in my in my, in my book, it's like stuff like that. You should have to. You, you got to on some street shit. You got to just You have to check in. Or niggas got to. You, you got you to gotta go. Right. Like, it should be bodies popping up for these guys because they did some shit like this. Because I'm pretty sure something like this. Either it was sanctioned, right? And right. somebody need to come out and say this is why it happened. When because most of the time that happens, or right, it was unsanctioned, and it should and be somebody pop up. But I don't even want that. I'm so sick of this. I'm sick well, of this. I should. I'm gonna say it will be. I hope not. I just think that everybody need to learn from this situation. We should learn from Tupac Biggie. Like, why did they have to die? Instead, it went the other way. Motherfuckers thought that that's how it should be. Why? I never, I still don't understand all these 20 plus years later <clears throat> why Tupac and Biggie had to die. They did. And so, Tupac, well, it's so ironic. So Tupac so was the for the people that probably no. killed him. So this is you get thing. what I'm saying? This, this is the thing. Tupac died. Similarly, because of some street shit. Mm. Allegedly. He died allegedly, because of some bloods and crip shit. Because of that When chain. they stomped that old buddy after that Mike Tyson fight. But we don't know. It could have went far back. Biggie from that was night. collateral damage because motherfuckers wanted to act like Biggie had something to do with Tupac's death. But it's weird. So if you're telling me Biggie never goes to Cali, he's still alive? Yeah. So what's so hard about that? Why, what's to prove? What's the proof of Like, why did he have to go to Cali? He didn't have to go to Cali. Everybody tried to talk him out of going to Cali. If you look at the documentaries and shit, nobody wanted him to go to Cali but himself. And once you made it from because one to, party, for him, don't go to another party. Because for him, he knew he had nothing to do with Tupac. Gotcha. And that's a new We're thing. not talking about people with integrity, though. You know what I'm saying? That These people don't, are needed, unreasonable and somebody, they don't have integrity. Somebody needs to lay the blame. On Tupac, on Biggie, and they they did it. The lie is sexy, and that's but, what everybody went with. I mean, cause you know, niggas is gullible. Is what I was, is what well, I was obviously, cause if you could pull, I've shot a gun before. It's very intentional, and if you could do that to somebody that looks like you, then God help you and your soul. Yeah, that's it's some some. There's some people in this world that just don't give a fuck about nothing. They really just don't. And it's more, like, it's more like that today than ever, I feel like, because everybody's on their phones. They're in their phone world, and they think that their real world should equate to their phone world, where every whim is, you know, being met, and, you know, everything is being validated by them. Because, I mean, again, maybe I was just a square when I was growing up. But we all knew to me that this shit that these guys rapped about wasn't always necessary. True. Sure, and it's fine. So we never expected Snoop Dogg to get killed because he rapped about gangbanging. Right. You never expected fucking Nas to get killed well, Nas, or Jay-Z to get Nas is a bad example. Yeah. You never expected, you know... Gangster rappers, quote unquote, and Jay's Ice a bad Cube. example as well because Jay wasn't. You in never the game. expected the West West Side Connect Crips to get into it with fucking some Bloods and get killed or some shit just because they was representing the Crips like that. Like you, 
You didn't expect that kind of shit. Yeah, it, it, everybody was reasonable enough, you know. And you were always mentally. shocked to find out Suge and them ran up on Snoop Dogg at a goddamn concert. It's like, that, and when Dr- people found out about shit like that, it just made them look bad. Like, shit like that happened in hip hop, right. and sometimes it went for more street cred, but most of the time, to me, you know, people kind of stared away from him. Like when uh, KRS One threw PM Dunn off stage. Oh my like, God. He ain't really getting no street cred for that, but to me, I don't think. But it was one of those, it was probably considered like a funny moment. Yeah, it's benign. That's benign stuff. But these rappers nowadays, like, some of them seem like they trying to get killed. Yes, well, I mean, speaking of rappers trying to get killed, that Kanye kept saying that in his interview. That was just weird. He's like, I keep saying this, and I'm not dead yet. And I'm like, but you want to be? You got kids, sir. It's like so. What do why, what do they think? So for the two seconds that somebody's gonna mourn you and say, man, he he wasn't scared to die. Them people gonna go back to the regularly scheduled program, which is their life, and nobody's Kim, gonna care that you wanted to be a martyr and die on your sword. Kim is still gonna end up with Pete Davidson. Oh my God, that's crazy. And all this other shit. She's like Elizabeth Taylor. At this point, your kids gonna end up raised by somebody else. And yeah. And at a certain age, they gonna forget you yeah. outside of your music and whatever little audio video of you. Like, I'm like, you are that depressed about your marriage not working? Like, but you know who you married. So <laughs> this is marriage number three or four for her. This is she just goes through the motions. That's it. I mean, you knew her mama controlled a lot of her shit, and she wanted to be. They about that the action. They about that money. Your homeboy told you that shit. That's why he didn't want to come to your wedding. Allegedly. So it's like, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know. People just too busy in trying to be in the spotlight instead of people. Life, the you life know life. the funny thing is, Tupac, when he was doing and saying all those things, that everybody sees in the infamous interviews that he has that was not his intention he was just speaking his mind it wasn't look at me like that's not how it came out to me anyway is that how it came out to you I think he, he was, was just authentic. the kid of a revolution of revolutionary like you parents have a lot of authenticity anymore yeah because even in even these cats that you think are are, are authentic mm-hmm. they're just trying to be different Mm. Well, if you're just trying to be different, then is that really you? Is that really you, or are you just doing this because you think it's marketable? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't see a lot of authenticity today anyway. I see a lot of motherfuckers trying to be uh, the 808 version, the dark twisted fashion, Kanye West. Good God. I see motherfuckers trying to be Travis Scott, Lil Uzi Vert, Young Thug. It's like. Uh, it's weird. Nobody tries to be Drake, though. That's because Drake tries to be everybody else. Gotcha. He's a chameleon. He's a wave rider. Yeah, that's it. He finds who's popular. He finds whatever wave, and he jumps on it. Yeah. Migos. <laughs> that was. I'm still. I know we talked about they that act like before. He, he put Migos but on. It's and Migos put him on. Versace, Versace, whatever Illuminati. Versace. Versace. Like, he jumped on that shit because it was hot at the time. Yeah. And he needed to keep his name buzzing. Yeah. I'll give him that. He's smart enough to jump on To know shit. what's going to be next. He's smart enough to jump on the wave and ride that motherfucker. But 
But he didn't even need this latest wave. Like, him versus Kanye, to me, first of all, it's two different albums, okay? Donda is a totally different album than Certified Love Boy. They have totally different fan bases, for the most part. So, I don't That's even no understand why we need to do a versus them. I don't understand why they but needed to compare. Verses. No, I'm saying it was Kanye versus him, and it's because like, why? But they really didn't. Kanye don't have beef with nobody but himself, honestly, honey. Honestly, <laughs> that's the shit that people need to be saying. Kanye didn't have beef with uh, Drake. Drake didn't want that shit that Pusha T was bringing to his ass. And so he kept Yeah, Kanye but Kanye, Kanye can't really say anything crazy about him because he's with, of you know, what's going on with his wife and stuff. Kanye can't say anything crazy about Drake because he don't care to. Mm. What did he say he trying to do? He trying to... He worried about Louis Vuitton internships and things of that nature. Yeah. He ain't worried about no fucking rap beef for what? But what are we... So who am I beefing with? Somebody who sings about girls? If Drake really wanted to rap beef, he'd have went at Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. Well, J. Cole, for some reason... Decided that he didn't want to go that way. Remember, J Cole has decided that he that said shit he bought like, him a watch, and he's like, "I don't care anymore." J Cole <laughs> basically to surmise what J Cole said with any of these guys. He feel like he in his own lane. And he only did that one song where he said something about Kanye West and Wale. To me, out of respect, mm, because he didn't want them yeah. to fall off and forget who they were. Yeah, it was so, like you're my idol, and I. Look up to you. I don't think it was you, my idol. I think you better than what I think it's a you better than what you're doing, and you need to get your shit back right. I don't think he cared enough about the rest of these motherfuckers. Why well, he did he? say he let Nas down too. There's a whole song about him letting Nas down. But ultimately, this shit with Young Dolph is just sad to me. I know I got these people out here trying to act like he was a gang member and all this. I don't care about that. Life is a life. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't able. You know, we can't. We act like they can't be redeemed and they can't right. be reformed. Or grow old. Or grow or mature. But, mm-hmm. you know, because of what he used to do, or because of how he rapped, he deserved to die some kind of way. And that's just sad to me. And I feel bad for his his wife. baby mama, wife. Was that bad? Were they married? I think that, yeah, they were married. Um, yeah, it was sad. And I mean, what gangster rapper you know got videos of him braiding and plaiting his daughter's hair? Right, and even guess what? People are complex. They are, and that's fine too. But just I don't know. I, don't I there know. just needs to be a better code put in place because all the senseless killing is just doesn't make any I sense. I will never be okay with death because I know it's definitive, no matter who it is. It will affect me differently, mm-hmm. but I always have some kind of feeling of remorse because of the finality of it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, R.I.P. Young Dolph. And speaking of dead and crazy stuff, what about this Kenosha bullshit? Kenosha, Wisconsin. I say fuck Wisconsin as a state. Fuck Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Brother Rue was like, what do you mean Green Bay? I said Kenosha is in Wisconsin. So they need to just... More of a reason for you not to like it? More of a reason. Because Dez caught it? Dez caught it anyway. There they go stealing shit, lying and cheating like they do. So anyway, you know, this boy got to pick his own jewelry. 
This boy didn't get no weapons charges. I bet you there's a well, gang of rappers that's like, what the hell? only thing I'll say. We can say, take away weapons charges, the though? The only thing I'll say is you have to prove that. that he was, intentionally came. No, no, no. You have to prove that. Because from my understanding, he didn't pick his own jury. They like oh. had a basket with names. And so like the, the same name? He just pulled the name out. It's so not like we know whose to, name is. You'd have that. to prove that the mm-hmm. names were rigged. In yeah, the I don't. Blank, I so don't. I, that's why you, know, you can't it. necessarily say he picked his own jury because they he pulled names out of a basket. So that's they escape. That's how they get out of that. Well, I just want to see the jury questions because. Uh, I've seen some trials before, and the jury questions are very important and very telling. Now, from a legal standpoint, murder is defined by having the will, you know, to kill. And and basically, that was your plan. You know, you planned to kill. Well, yeah, he didn't plan to kill. He allegedly was going to protect businesses. But what 17-year-old do you know? That wants to go protect businesses in a town that he doesn't even live in. For businesses, for so, people he don't even know. I always tell people. So. When they start talking about this kind of shit. The law. It's not about facts. It's definitely not about facts. The law has never been about facts. They manipulated that shit. The law is about what you can prove beyond a reasonable doubt. What you can convince a judge and and what you can convince a jury. Mm -hmm. That is all law is. Because if law was about facts and justice, Mm -hmm. innocent people would never go to jail. Right. So these people acting like this this shit went the way it was supposed to go. Yeah, I it was, was, I was not, not surprised in any way, shape, no. or form. All this did for me is raise the question: if he was allowed to defend himself, mm-hmm. and conservatives and nationalists applauded him and championed him and turned him into a fucking hero, then I'm gonna give me an AK and walk himself. Why is it that you found it so easy to believe? That Trayvon Martin decided to, uh, deserved to die after defending himself from a grown ass man who was stalking and harassing him and chasing him and following him. Yeah. Like if somebody's chasing and following you and you break out running and the motherfucker run behind you and following At night, you in the you're rain. You're not gonna be like, hey man, leave me the fuck alone, get away from me. Right. And the motherfucker start trying to approach you, you're not gonna defend As yourself. a kid, like you do you know a child boy. Yeah. Being chased by a little grown grumpy man. dude that thought he was white, that wanted to be white. Right. He got away like a white he got away with it like a white man. Yeah. All this told me is that even though Armand Aubrey's killers mm-hmm. admitted. admitted that he posed no threat to them. That they're gonna they're get out. Probably still gonna get away. They're gonna get out because it's a. It was an accident, right? It was just an accident. So my problem. He walked into the and gun. This is the other issue that I have with conservatives and nationalists. Well, this is the problem I have with people. Period. And Stop juries acting like you looking for facts. And juries for because decision. when this shit first happened, we were told. That he was dropped off by his mama. Mm-hmm. From another state. With an illegal weapon. Because he's 17, he shouldn't have an... These motherfuckers act AR. like the facts or what the defense came up with. The defense's job... Is to... Is to find an water. alibi or an excuse 
or a logical line. explanation as to why they have to be able to find a way to explain. The All they why. have to do is pick one thing so, out of your case and they can destroy it. So the one thing that they try to do, and I, I you know, because I saw some assholes talking about they used the facts and they looked at the facts. There was no facts in this fucking case. <laughs> It was a bunch of fucking he said, she said in this goddamn case. Ask those same people if they think OJ did it. Because. No, ask those same people because I know who you're talking about. One of them little bitch ass dudes. Ask him if he think OJ did it because yeah, I'm he, sure the facts are not going to yeah, be I'm sure he applicable that, there. I'm sure he thinks ass. that OJ did it even though the law said he didn't. But. It's great that you're so, married to a white lady, but you don't have to like lie like What's happening here ain't happening. Most of them here. dudes that that acts like that married to a white woman. But, the, but I'm gonna tell you the irony in him being married to a white woman. She probably don't even believe the shit that he says. But he goes so hard to prove his loyalty. He does. Dudes that's on his side ain't with with uh, white women, but they think that. So you got two types of those dudes. You got the dudes that's with a white woman, and, and they the ones that want to be. And they figure that <laughs> white people. Or good, you know, and we want to be like them. And then you got the dudes that so desperately don't want to be victims, right? That they find a way to make an excuse for everything that happens, right? My idea is that if something happens, let me find out why, right? Excuse me, if it was my fault, then so be it. Let me figure out what I did wrong. But if it wasn't my fault, then hey man, uh, what the fuck are we gonna do? So anyway, so the defense, FM, was, by the way, the defense was he knows smart. Who that one. <laughs> I don't know why you you are keying in on that one person though. Because that's the one who gotta write books and soliloquies about. You don't even need to call me. He wasn't the only person saying that shit though. It was white people saying the shit too. On I don't episode. care about anything they say. I don't. It was black. Other black people saying the same thing too though. I again, as somebody who is studying law right now, I just told you that they didn't prove the case. The prosecution fucked the case over. And it, there was a million different weird ass shit things that happened in this case for it to end up like this. Okay. But go. But that's not the point. Okay. The point is you shouldn't be able to carry a weapon around. I don't care if you say you're protecting a business because legally you can't protect somebody else's shit with a gun, and we all know that. Okay. But go on. So what I was gonna say was. The defense did their job. The mm-hmm. prosecution was idiots. Because now I hear this shit about his daddy lived in Kenosha. Yeah, supposedly. But, show me where he lived in Kenosha. Not where those businesses were. No one has ever been able to say he definitively lived in Kenosha. Then you hear, oh, well, he worked there. <laughs> so... At one point, was he going down there to be with his dad? His dad has nothing to do with him being down there. So you what they did was... Go ahead. You, you're telling me his dad caught him up and said, Son, 17-year-old son, with not even a job or a pot to piss in. We need your help down here. We need you to come be Batman for us no. this evening. No, 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 that's not it. So what they did was... Because everybody had the question of why would a kid from Illinois mm-hmm. 
be in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So all they did was try to give him a tie to the community. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, his dad lived there. I mean, I mean, his dad worked there. <laughs> it didn't work when Trayvon Martin's dad lived in the whole neighborhood, though. Now you see where I'm going. <laughs> but Trayvon Martin was, was visiting his dad. at his dad's house. <laughs> he was actually going to the store to get some snacks. Just some Skittles. And, and some was on tea. his way home. And he was murdered. So, there you go. Bam. We're going to say the daddy had ties to the area. And that explains why he was there. Even though he was supposedly at a friend's house that he met over the summer as a lifeguard or some shit working in the community. So, then you get the argument of the people telling, asking them to protect the car lot. Well, the friend said, oh, we were asked to protect this car lot. So that's why I had him come down to help me protect this car lot. But was there police out there in the area? And I bought the weapon. But from my understanding, and maybe I missed this, did they ever produce a receipt of who bought the weapon? Because there's a receipt. There's a fucking body on that fucking AR already. You get get a receipt and shit. It was supposed to be a newly purchased weapon. So we didn't didn't even have to look into Check ballistics. Has that gun been fired before? I don't know. They said it was a brand new weapon. So if it was a brand new weapon, we didn't think to look in to see who actually purchased the weapon. Because right. I'm pretty sure it had a serial number on it, unless <laughs> oh, no. my wife said it already had a body on it, and so the serial <laughs> number was scratched off. We didn't do that. Good job, prosecutors. So, because, again, when you look at the case, and you look at the prosecution... They just did it to, because they, they had to. like they even wanted to prosecute They were like, we don't even know why they we're were here just, today. They were going through the motions of saying, hey, look, we tried to prosecute him, and it didn't work. Yep, there you go. We did it. Because even the judge was like, well, don't call them victims. Call them protesters. But, that's bro, what they so were. we are in America and you can protest. So, and if you call those people that stormed the Capitol not thugs, then why can't those people just be protesters? So the friend uh, said that they were supposed to be uh, uh, protecting this car source. Car source. From what? From what? Right? From what? But when you ask the people who own car so, uh, car source dealership, they said that we don't know what the fuck this dude talking about. We didn't ask them to defend our dealership. We didn't call them out there and say, "Hey man, it's gonna be riding going on. Can you watch my shit?" Nobody asked them to do that. So yes, there well, goes people have insurance, so go, they don't really exactly. care. Exactly. So thank you. So they had owner. They had uh, insurance. So why the fuck would they care? About something happening to the dealership. Because if something happens, there's an incident here, whether y'all protected it or not, I still got to file my insurance. I'm, yeah, I'm y'all finna actually it. make more problems worse for me. So, that goes more he said, she said. Were they supposed to be there or not? Right. Then, if you ask the friend, uh, so, they, so they try to make the little boy, who's now, I think, 18... Yeah. Try to seem like innocent and all this shit. That boy did a how Hitler fucking so, thing on the stand. Go back and watch video it. Of him, so they didn't want to include any of the videos and shit of him being aggressive and 
None of the extra shit he was doing on social media or the, the fighting shit and the aggression. Well, how do you take that with out? With the little white girl or no, all that shit. Just fucking woman abuser. He's a woman beater or some shit they tried to say. But they didn't let them even put that in there. But why not? Because anytime a black person gets in trouble, the first thing that comes up is anything <laughs> that we past. did. But for some reason, this KR dude's um, past wasn't admissible in the case. It that boy did hire Hitler not, for y'all. His overtly aggression, his overt <laughs> aggression had nothing to do with the case, even though he killed two people. I have a... I know somebody who says he's clearly not a white supremacist. About being an EMT, who lies? Right. About being an EMT, so you're aggressive and you're a liar. I thought that was a federal offense. Serve me, uh, uh, what? Help me. Um, if you act as you are a public servant, like a police or something, that's like against the law. You can't identify yourself as somebody that you're not. Especially like an EMT. What if they needed you to really perform CPR on somebody? So, he lied about being an EMT. He's overtly aggressive. Either his mama... Over-caffeinating, apparently. Either his mama dropped him off or his friend picked him up. But you don't see text messages of, hey, I'm on my way. Hey, where do you want me to meet you at? Right. I, I, don't, I don't remember seeing any of those messages between him and his friend that would have corroborated the friend dropped him off. Right. So, or the friend is the reason why he ended up. Well, they, they say the mama. They say the mama dropped him off at the friend's house. Okay. So, at the don't. I don't see anything showing where the friend brought the weapon. All right. So this whole conservatives talk about facts, the facts, the facts. There's a bunch of he said, she said. They just want to be able to hold guns, but everybody who got a gun don't legally have it. They made the villains the protesters. They brought up right. their criminal records. They brought up, and it was surprising to me because the victims in this case are white guys. White guys. They willing to, to uh, hey, anything for the for Hitler, right? But my thing is, if this little white boy don't, take they don't his even do that in Germany daughter, anymore. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say is his friend in the trial. They asked him where he was at. He was on the roof. They asked him, well, why were you on the roof? Because I knew it was too dangerous to be down on the ground. So, to me, that says so intent. So, they're snipers? You intentionally wanted to be down on the ground where you would have the opportunity the to shoot somebody. You wanted to be in the action. You was big, bad kid with an AR-15 that you desperately wanted to use. He was. So, you wanted to be down on the ground where you could get smashed. He was auditioning for the KKK. So, again, he proved his the loyalty. problem that we had. So, two things I'll say about the case: if he don't take his dumb ass down there, nobody gets killed. So then that's why if they don't civil rush suit, him, if they don't civil rush, suit, if they don't rush him and try to take his weapon from him, they don't end up getting killed. Now, what actually caused them to rush him and all this shit? If he says something to them, they rushed a seventeen-year-old kid with a deadly weapon. Like, hey, little dumbass. Give us that gun. What are you doing? Possibly. So, but I don't even think they asked anybody else down there why. He why looked they did clearly that shit. like a child. So, by the way. I think the thing that confused, where the Hitler happened. The thing that confused a lot of people is that. So you mean to tell me, I can go out and play vigilante? Batman I can go in out with bitch. a gun. 
and patrol an area and then murder and kill somebody. And Batman. He was a vigilante. I thought that being a vigilante was illegal. Yeah, that's what I thought. So if nothing else, how is it that he was able to use a defensive why take the weapons he charge off the ch- he table? So tomorrow, if there's a protest, he could go to it with a gun because he was free. And do this all over again. All over again. But cause the so reason, the point of the law is to so deter a situation. My, Y'all didn't do that. Y'all are not doing so that. My, so now when there's protests and people go to these protests. No, you're saying like, it wrong. When black people are protesting, black shit, when it's a black problem, because it was okay. Nobody got killed. None of them damn people in uh, D.C. January 6th. Not like that. Nobody was. Nobody came there. Like there was no Democrats or anyone opposed them. There were weapons to shoot them. Okay. To protect the White House. So my idea is. Because that's your opinion. My opinion is. That going forward. What conservatives has have allowed to happen is, is that when y'all they do these protests from now on on some shit that they don't agree with, yeah, you now have the right to go out there and defend some shit and defend yourself, quote unquote, and kill people. But they showed because you that when that man hit the person. Issue. The only reason why conservatives are okay with this shit is because they agreed with the reason why that boy was out there. Mm-hmm. If they didn't agree with the reason why that boy then was out there, then it would be wrong and egregious. Be a wholly, a totally different outcome. But remember when the person ran over the people and they let him off? Because they agreed with what he did. Because don't come protesting us. He was at he was he ran over BLM protesters. Yeah. Had he ran over some KKK protesters or like uh, or he ran over some people uh Trump supporters. If he would have ran over some goddamn uh them animal activist people. No, Trump supporters. Or if he yeah the Peter they getting ran over. If fucking a BLM person would have ran over a crowd of MAGA people. Mm-hmm. That BLM person would have been in jail. Yeah. So that's the biggest issue with this. The precedent that is set is when these protests happen and shit, you'll fuck around and see more people getting so, killed. And what, they're all going to use this, I was defending myself bullshit. But no, so what we need to do is vote. Don't go out there and protest because it really doesn't do anything. Just go vote. Vote quietly. Just go vote these people people out. Vote that judge out in Kenosha and vote everybody out like them. He knew his base. He knew who was going to keep him in re-election. Nah, he out. That's why he did the shit the way he did it. You think there's enough black people in Kenosha? It's (coughs) enough people that don't even agree with that. We'll see. He, he'll see where he's at. He think he in KKK country. So ultimately, my biggest takeaway from this shit is if he was allowed to defend himself and white <laughs> from people a place cheering he him <laughs> for defending himself in a situation that he put himself in, why was it so easy for them to believe that Trayvon Martin deserved to die that night? Right. A child. They don't even care that he was a child. They don't even care. They just know for a fact that everything that George Zimmerman said was true. And then the other thing that pissed me off about the the Trayvon Martin thing, 
is there was a the tape where you heard somebody screaming for help. They put like five to ten people on the stand, George Zimmerman's friends, mm-hmm. and let them sit there and say that that was him <laughs> unquestionably on the tape. They had his mom coming in and say that. And then people can lie on the stand too. So you had 13 people say, well, that was, I heard George Zimmerman's voice. Basically, you heard 13 people perjure themselves. Then you have Trayvon Martin's mother come in and say, I heard my child's voice saying help. So either that was something with the prosecution. Can't believe a black so again, lady. so did so again did the, the prosecution fuck up again? Because then you should have brought in Trayvon Martin's friends and family, like they brought in George Zimmerman's friends and family, to say that's whose voice I hear on that tape. The which problem would have with made prosecution is they only care when they think the community at large cares. In Florida, they don't care about a little black boy, so they knew. All they had to do is go through the motions, and they would get the notoriety of being the state. You know, they probably was passing the defense, and I was like, here, we're going to do this. So, just so y'all know, so y'all can be ready for it. I don't trust lawyers like that. The only other thing I wonder about that case is what what were the jury questions? Yeah. I always want to know what the jury questions are. And the problem is, so both sides get to come together and kind of decide the jury question. So, again, if the prosecution lets some bogus-ass jury questions in, it's still on them. Yeah, that's true. Because the way this the questions are worded gives the blame. I don't know what if they did that percentage situation as far as the blame for him, but I would love to see. I mean, why not release it? I mean, everything else was so transparent. Like, that was just a shit show and a sham. Like, he was... How are these people not victims? They weren't killed. I don't, They might have not even been out there to protest. What if old boy was just out there on his skateboard? Skateboarding. Like, we don't know what they were doing because they're not here to tell us. Hey, man, ain't that what cops do? <laughs> Kill the other person so that it's only you? It's like, let's what, ask him what he thinks. That's pretty much what George oh, he's Zimmerman, all fucked up. That's pretty much what George Zimmerman did. He, he killed the only other witness. Hmm. Because, you know, the, the uh, witness for Trayvon Martin was too black. Hmm. So they didn't believe her. They spent too much time picking her appearance apart. Right, and how she talked. To listen to anything she had to say. Yeah, the justice system is broken. It's broken. As somebody who's studying it, it's broken. It's broken because people... Don't give black people the grace that they give to little white boys. And that is a fact. So a black boy with Skittles was a thug and it was easy to believe. A little kid. That he was aggressive and he tried to beat up a grown man. And the little white boy with an AR-15 has been dubbed a hero. Yeah, it's this bullshit. Kenosha bullshit. Fuck Green Bay Packers. And, and again, <laughs> Trayvon... Martin's situation, I I compared it because Zimmerman was the aggressor. He was right. told to leave that boy alone. Yeah, this wasn't even a protest. This boy was just walking home. Yeah. So why was you... He made comments like these people always get away with this stuff. But he's not one... It's annoying to me that 
They can't tell the difference between good people and bad people because of a skin tone. You can tell who a bad person is. You can tell who means you harm. Just like we were at the Walmart today and some old lady decided to clutch her purse. And it's like, I locked my car. She walked by my car. So I locked my car. Like, I don't trust you. You are the aggressor. Y'all are the ones who steal whole land. And you got nerve to be scared about your little raggedy purse with no money. Listen, we was on our way into the Walmart over there off of fucking... In Tomball. In Tomball. Texas, yeah. And... I, you know, you know how you can sense somebody walking towards you, and I heard somebody like walking toward, like in our direction, and we, because we was walking the opposite way, but I, we saw somebody I, in our eyes. I went back, and she was no. And it's Walmart. It's the hood. She had to be at least. Time. She had to be at least 10, 15 feet away from us. Yeah. But I looked back. This but bitch she stopped and hesitated and clutched up person shit. And I was like, bitch, don't nobody want you. Take your and I locked my car because she was by my car, so I locked it three and then times. And she went down to some mm-hmm. ass little vehicle, and I'm like, bitch. I, I do that to them. You. When they do that to me, I do it. I put it right back on I was you. Like, Hold on. I was like, hold on. I put it right just back. Just her purse. But you know, again, I, I don't, I don't try to lump people into a category. It's easy hate, to lump those tomboy people into a category. I hate when people do that to black people. It's like. But they are the aggressors. They are the problem. We are not all the same, and I have a problem. But they know that. They fucking know that. It's so easy. And then I seen some other shit, too, with the Young Dolph thing, where it's like uh, somebody was like, uh, you know, we always cheering for villains, and we always want to big up. I do like a villain, honey. We always want to big up a villain, um, and... You know, my thing to it was, well, they turned out our heroes into villains. All of our at heroes some point, are villains. At some point, Martin Luther King Martin was a villain. Luther King. At some point, the reformed uh, Malcolm X was a villain. Thank you. At some point, well, anybody Muhammad that's a Ali threat was to a fucking their... villain. They made the fucking Black Panther movement a terrorist group. Right. So all our heroes were made villains. It was. It's not even that. It's what I said in the store. I got so frustrated in the store. I blurted this out loud. I said, the issue is not us. The issue is that they don't want to relinquish their so-called power. But the issue is that I have is that y'all trying to fight to the nail to be the majority, which y'all are not. Y'all are not. And in this being the majority... You don't want to be the minority. Well, if being a minority is not that bad and we're just making shit up, then why don't y'all want to be the minority? So, here you go. So, it was a quote by Dr. Francis Chris Welsing. They said, we're the only people on this entire planet who have been taught to sing and praise our demean mm-hmm. I'm a bitch, I'm a hoe, I'm a gangster, I'm a thug, I'm a dog. If you can train people to demean and degrade themselves, you can oppress them forever. Mm-hmm. You can even program them to kill themselves and they won't even understand what happened. Yep. And my response to that, again, was, I mean, they did turn our heroes into villains because, again, yeah, we do. And that's the crazy, that's the one thing that I thought was interesting and I know is the difference. These white people, even though they don't agree with what happened, 
Some of them, yeah. They not gonna uh, erect statues mm. about these guys. They not finna go out there and do full blown out protest about these guys. But you know, Bill once they Maher found out that boy was a pedophile, it, they didn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Once they found out that that other dude had a felony background, they didn't. They they, they backed off like, like, well, whatever happened, happened. Wow. Us. We don't give a fuck what the person's history is. We like George Floyd is a hero. Right. What well, happened he, to him? I don't think no. he's a hero. I no. think that they got statues and and George Floyd Boulevard. And I always had a problem with it because I said what happened to him was fucked up. Yeah, it was. But that doesn't up. make him a martyr. Yeah, he's not. He didn't extend him for so that to happen today. We that day. will take some shit about somebody that was a regular person. That had a, a questionable history, mm-hmm. and we won't even give a but fuck. But define questionable. White people uh, literally get heroes. to do crime until they get their good uh, corporate job. True. So I, true. What, what are we talking about here? That's true. I do that. But by and large, we will take and we will praise our own detriment. We will take the worst of us and make them the best of us. I wonder why we still... Again, I mean, they do it to us all the time. They don't pick the rappers like Jay-Z. Right. Jay-Z is a, Jay-Z is not a gonna yeah. He's a unicorn. Yeah. And they try to tie him down. Yeah. They won't. They, the young little baby mm-hmm. didn't get arrested uh, as a rapper. Didn't have an issue as a rapper until he made that song The Bigger Picture. Mm-hmm. Now they on his ass. Mm-hmm. When these rappers grow a conscience... Oh yeah, they don't then they want to. Then they want to shut them down. Because as long as they stupid, I hear talking about smoking on packs and I got shit a question. and killing people. They don't give a fuck about them. Let me ask you a question: Do you believe what Kanye said is true? What what part? Okay, so specifically, because he's a spaz, his one lucid moment, he <laughs> spoke about Bone Thugs and Harmony speaking on certain agencies pushing them to make certain music to put into to the community. Yeah, so all of these rappers are supposed to be here to put this type of shit in the yeah. community. Future. This nigga don't even do drugs. He don't like even that. do drugs, but he's telling y'all to do Percocet, Molly Percocet. Mask off. Uh, you, Take your mask off. I mean <laughs> again before, little Kim was, was a good artist. Foxy Brown's a good artist. You know, you got... Why is Remy Ma not blowing up and she's a lyricist, but you stuck with Cardi B? The thing you stuck about with a Megan Thee Stallion. Why the fuck did... Uh, mm-hmm. Why the fuck did... Oh, I ain't got to say Remy. Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, no, I like Timberland's Remy. Artist. I'm just saying. Tim- I feel artist. like Remy's Tink, doing uh, Tink, different things. Tink. Yeah, Tink, why she Rhapsody. Didn't blow up? Rhapsody, why she didn't blow up? Back in the day, again, I've said this on the show before, if I'm not mistaken, Jean Grey, why didn't she blow up? Right. As a female artist. To live quietly, Common, they had to do, Common had to do oh, some shit. To live quietly, Kanye said he can't rap. Man, Kanye West on this goddamn mind. <laughs> I know. Kanye West could never touch uh, most Def. He said to live. He couldn't touch uh, to live. He can't touch uh, uh, Big Sean as a as a rapper. True. I think Big Sean was supposed to be in Drake's vibe, but Big Sean got scared. 
and didn't want scared. Drake's spot. I think he wasn't locked enough. And he tried I'm it. telling you, I feel <laughs> like he is him, but colder. He does the emotional shit, but it's not like. Okay, I was gonna say the p word. I don't want to say the p word. What's another word? He wasn't like too emotional with it. Like he would be vulnerable. Him and Wale, they have vulnerability in their records, but they're just not crying about it. Right. <laughs> so. And Wale yeah. ain't 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 fucking up the community and shit with his mean? shit. He mostly flossing and all kind of shit. What do you mean? I mean Drake is basically. Cute girls getting ready, putting makeup on music. What do you What do you mean? What? Like, what do you mean? You said not messing up the community. Drake not messing up the community. I said his music is his demographic is girls putting on yeah, makeup. Yeah, but he a black dude though. It's easy for white boys to pop. It's easy for they don't. I don't think they see Drake as a black dude until he uh, paraded his daddy out there. And by then, <laughs> and by then, the spam base was too big. Uh-oh. No, I don't think that. You thought you, you think they thought Drake was uh, black? They thought he was a Everybody Jewish kid. Everybody knows that he rapped. was wheelchair Jimmy. Exactly, which they thought he was uh, a Jewish kid that rapped. This nigga was Vin Diesel. So like the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I'll, I'll accept that. Nobody took that money. But Beastie shit. Boys was cold, though. We not finna do that. Beastie Boys is cold. Cold what? They, they was cold in their day. We not finna act like the Beastie Boys were not. Rick Rubin was, is cold. Yeah, we can talk about him. Rick Rubin is clear. I don't. That's the only white man I don't think is white. I don't know what the fuck he <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, Cool J in his Hall of Fame speech was saying when he first went to, he had talked to him on the phone. And when he met him, he was just laughing like, no way. You're a white man? Making these beats? Yeah, no, Rick Rubin <laughs> is... That's, that's bad that white guy. Yes. And he is clear. I like Rick Rubin because Rick Rubin is just art. He is transcendent. So he never put out the fact that I'm white and I can hang with well, the hip-hop I'll I, I be giving credit as a Caucasian guy who did his thing. Because I hate when people say, I don't see color. Well, you don't see me then, Right, you can't see me. So that white boy is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of the Hall of Fame, Jay-Z, I finally saw the induction. I didn't see it. I wish I could have been there. But I cried. It was amazing. It was an awesome moment for him. Like, just to see, follow his career as long as I have to see what he came from to what he's done is beautiful. And I also got kind of annoyed about the Illuminati talk. I'm like, you know, Charlemagne and uh, Andrew Schultz said something the other day that was like, I, I felt it. It's like, dang, you know, just because somebody make it, do you you didn't see the ugly. You only see the overnight success. You don't see with the blood, sweat, and tears. And you going to just chalk that up to a ritual? A fucking ritual that we ain't even a part of? I think that the FBI or somebody started that rumor. They got all these dumbass, ignorant-ass niggas thinking the only way to be successful as a black man is to have a secret white man fund you. The only way to be successful as a black man is to be in some booty butt-chasing goddamn cult. Well, you got to fuck little kids and 
he drink blood and shit. Like, every time a black person make it, it's not because a white man let them. I really hate that people fucking think that. We can only succeed if a white person lets us. That don't fucking make sense. There are rich people in this world who control businesses and shit. Mm. That is true. But you mean to tell me the Illuminati put like some secret code program in the music to make it hot and to make you like it? And the listen frequencies. To it? Like they says the frequencies, and we can get into that. Get the I believe in frequencies though, but I don't believe that they're putting what frequencies. Like there are certain frequencies that like trigger certain emotions in you. So we can talk about we never talked about Astroworld. They did bring that up in like the, the beginning. Yeah, RIP to all the victims and praying for, you know, like speedy, so, you know, recovery for the injury. Well, you know how I feel about that, so I'm gonna let you talk. But I I don't necessarily buy into all this stuff, but there are certain frequencies that trigger certain emotions. I and they were talking about how before the music came on, it was this weird rip frequency that was going off. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. So they said that this all happened because people were doing what? Sneaking in. Like 50,000 people snuck in. No, I mean, I'm exaggerating. About two, 3,000 people who wasn't supposed to be there were there. No, I think they said like... Uh, and fuck y'all. I fuck think, everybody who snuck in. I think because they, y'all put those people in danger. I think they said it was a, a huge number like that. Like it was 10, over 3,000 people who rushed this place. They should have shut that shit down. And then it got packed where people were trying to push their way to the front, right? And I'm sure it was the people who didn't buy a fucking you ticket. You were at the NCAA concert or whatever. With Kendrick Lamar. Yes, I we was there. We didn't hear no droid, druid Frequen- type Frequen- music and shit. True. And those people at that concert were doing the same thing there. I'm going to tell you what the common denominator is. Astro World Fest, Astro Fest, what the fuck a- is Astro World. They were doing the same thing there that they did at the Travis Scott thing. I'm, I'm going to give you the common denominator of that. And though. make people behind them mad uncomfortable so that so they can leave. So that they can make their way closer to the... To the uh, oh, they don't care if you go to the back. They want to push everyone people to was the front. Pushing forward. They were plastering people to the gate. They did the same thing at the Kendrick Lamar thing. That's why I would never be in the front. But okay. the common denominator that you're forgetting that these are non-black kids. That was pushing. We don't go to events to push and all this other yeah, shit. You looked around; it wasn't us doing that crazy. We we don't go to an event to throw bowls and do shit like that. Like we, if you pay four hundred dollars to get in somewhere, I need to see this thing from beginning to end, start to finish. Do you understand? I need to see him come on stage. I need to see him leave. I need to see him take a drink of water. All of this shit for $400. But I tell you what. I'm going to tell you the scary thing. I wanted to go this year because I was like, oh, man, everybody always have so much fun. I kind of like Travis Scott. I'm probably the minority. I hear a lot of black people don't even listen to Travis Scott. I probably shouldn't listen to Travis Scott, especially since I saw him one time and he kind of like didn't even worry about me. But I guess... If I would look like Kylie, 
it would have been fine. Like you would at least say hello what? to your fan. When? When we was at Marshalls, I said, "There go Travis was, Scott." That nigga was shopping. He was. We were. It was Christmas time. He probably looking for something for his mama. He he was getting a gift card supposedly. So you mad at this nigga for shopping? But it's like <laughs> damn, you couldn't as, be like. As soon as people started recognizing him, his people with him made him leave. Yeah, but it's like, damn, dude, you're Travis Scott. I didn't even yell it. I should have. I didn't yell. You the reason why he left. He probably called you a bitch in his head. Like no, that. we was going in the store. He didn't hear. No one heard me say, there go Travis Scott, because for some reason, they doubled back into the store. He was leaving the store. We were going in. And I said, that is Travis Scott. And he came back in the store. So nobody asked you to come because back in, Travis Scott. He thought... I'll tell you why he doubled back. Because he went in there looking for something, didn't find it, and then was like, well, you know what? I'll just get gift cards. And so he like, had like in. 10 bodyguards with him. My God, yeah, nobody yeah. did anything now. 10 bodyguards, it was five. Mind you, hey, some big that kind of same thing happened to me in Miami with Bieber. But Bieber, he, he was a ghost. What about Usher? I never seen Usher before, I don't think. I never seen Usher. But I mean, we, Chris Brown, I'm sorry. We, oh, no, he waved at us. So, see, I don't, I'm not bothering you. I knew when he was there at that place for, so I respect his privacy. My friends, on the other hand, was, like, fumbling their phones and crying and screaming. Ah! But I was just like, hi, Chris Brown. And that was it. That's all I want was a wave. That's all I needed. Come on. You can't give me that, Travis? Man, I was focused. You can't. But, but, so, on the, the reason why we Anyway, Illuminati Scott, frequencies, that's how we want to try. I think this shit is sad, but I'm tired of seeing this whole going through the mouth of a demon and coming okay, out. Okay, it's new very and convincing. Red and so, why did side, you go, you go in blue. as blue and then you come out as red? Welcome to hell. This is dystopia. The single is escape plan. This shit actually... Come on. I, you know, I like So it. you think that he was in there to try to sacrifice people? So they say it was an energy uh, harvesting ritual. I'm, I am not saying it. Nietzsche is saying it. It's, other people are saying it. Not me. Not me. But there was supposed to be an energy harvesting ritual. I am sitting here Googling energy harvesting methods. Oh, you see, might not want to do that. I don't see hip hop <laughs> concert on here no fucking well, way. Well, you're not going to put it on there, duh. <laughs> Let's see. Energy harvesting methods. Nope. Don't see concert. I see thermal energy, kinetic energy. Thermal, hot. It was hot. People couldn't breathe. Aha. Man. I'm going to stop playing around because people really got hurt and died, so I'm not doing that. We are not playing around. I'm being serious. I feel bad. There's over 750 lawsuits. There's 750 million dollars. Yeah, that. Something about 750. And I was like, man, it's it kind of sucks because they should be mad at um the management. Then I'm not gonna say who the management is, but (laughs) they should be mad at them, and they should be mad at listen the security. I am not a Drake fan. 
by no stretch of the fucking imagination. But why is Drake named on this song? And the fuck are they suing this nigga? This man came this out here to came do out a song. Perform one song. <laughs> one. I know I don't even like out. Drake, but I was like, why is Aubrey Graham's name? I don't even know that they made here. it through sicko mode. This nigga came out and did sicko mode and he is being sued. That's ridiculous. Why in the fuck are you suing Drake? And and let me tell you something about suing Drake. This is going to make your lawsuit seem very litigious and frivolous. Because like you said, what does Drake have to do? What are you going to say Drake did? What are you going to say Drake did? Oh, he came out and everybody went crazy. Uh, okay. That don't have nothing to do with anything. Man, what? Stop what? Anyway, uh, I don't understand why Drake has anything to do with this. It doesn't. It doesn't make a lick of sense. These people are grasping at straws. This is. They're hurt though. They're hurt. Well. I don't even know if it's that, but I just imagine if I would have went. If oh, my ass, God. You on piles so, of people. I saw the video. Well, people were take, in layers. You know who should be getting sued and arrested? The dumbass people in attendance that did the shit. The sneak, the motherfuckers that snuck in is criminals. What the fuck does, uh, I mean, if you're going to sue the venue. If you were the that, I promise, I bet not see a lawsuit. Where somebody snuck into that damn place and breached a they gate. Should, they should have to uh, produce their ticket. You should not be able that to be a part of that re- lawsuit. Right. If you don't have a And ticket. let me see your check stub. Let me see your uh, bank account, I mean. Let me see where you actually paid this money to go. I need to see receipts. Because if you were one of the ones that caused the chaos, no, absolutely not. Go sit down over there. That's crazy. Well, um, speaking of events, I went to my first Cowboys game. It was a birthday gift from Brother Rue. It was amazing. I'm so glad that uh, we had a good outcome because it was a, it made for a better experience. I don't know if it would be the same experience. Had we lost, but Jerry's World is tough. Like, it's like a grown-up Disneyland, and you don't want to leave. Like, you could literally make a day of being there. So, shout-out to Brother Rue for that. Um, Not a shout-out to the Atlanta fans. So, the only thing I didn't like about the stadium is that there were so many of the opposing team. Now, I was like, dang, I, I might as well have gone to Atlanta game. Because if I got to be around all y'all berating me, like, I'm talking about from the moment you get on the grounds at Jerry's World. There were people, their, their tailgate is kind of crazy. Like, you can walk up to the stadium and see all the tailgating. Like, I've never seen anything like it. The Texans isn't like that. I feel like the Texans tailgate is more private. So, where you can't see everything that's going on. That's because y'all came there that one year and ruined it. And almost anyway, down y'all ruined your own stuff. Mm-hmm. So, as we're walking up, me, 
brother rooting our child. He's not a child. He's tired. He towered over me. But it's just the point. You know he's a kid. These people were yelling at us. Yelling. I was looking like, first of all, you're in Texas. You're not in Atlanta right now. You are in Texas. You a long way from home to be talking all this mess. It's so much blue out here for you to be talking this crazy. Nonetheless, we, you know, we take our pictures outside. They got some dope photo ops outside. We get inside. I got to see everybody come out. I had never experienced that because, of course, on TV, you don't see the intros and and all the things like that because, of course, you know, I, I'm sure they show it in Dallas, but I can't see it because I live in Houston. So it was amazing. It was kind of cool. And they played what song, Brother Roo, as they came out? We them boys. <laughs> so. Like I was going to answer that. Yeah, but no, because so Brother Roo always gives me shit about We them boys. And just a quick story about it. They did play a version of We Them Boys as they came out. And they also played it like so everybody. My ritual, my good luck ritual, if they win a game, is to play We Them Boys after they win. So after this game was over, my heart was so full because everybody's car was playing what? Huh? We Them Boys. So the whole city was feeling it. By the way, love you, Dallas. Their energy is like no other. That place is electric. Like, those fans really come out. I thought I was a Cowboys fan. No. I went to the pro shop. These people go to the pro shop in full Cowboys garb to buy other cowboy shit. Y'all not messing with Jerry and them. Jerry's going to be paid forever. Because these people go to the stadium, it seems like, every week and say, you know what? I need a new jersey. But... Mm -hmm. It was fun. I did. I was annoyed by the all the Atlanta fans by me, but they were quickly quieted, and we beat them forty three to three. It was beautiful, brother. Rue, what was your experience? Uh, I thought it was an awesome experience. Um, my wife was doing her usual um, panicky type nervousness before the game. And, I just knew that once she started doing her panicky thing that it was going to be a great game. But um, then they um, we get there and the people are crazy. The part that tripped me out is I don't know if we do this here in Houston because, you know, our fans are kind of whack. But it was like we went up there at like um, 8.25 we got there. A.M. A.M. It was already people out there. It was damn near packed already. And when we came back to at fucking 1030. Yeah, 10.45. It was worse. But, yeah, you know, the crowds was out there. The fans was all excited. The Falcons fans was being a little extra. To me, I only say the Falcons fans were being a little extra because they suck. And for some right. reason, they thought they was going to win that game. Yeah. I was confused. <laughs> I just didn't understand where that came from. What? But, you know, then, we, you know, we finally get in there. Again, the stadium is amazing. It's, it's awesome. Uh, I, I almost forgot for a second that I wasn't a Cowboys fan, you know, because the, the experience and the atmosphere was it was pretty dope. The legacy and 
you know, the the the, the background with the franchise and everything. You could you you could feel it because everywhere you went around there, everybody I felt like, you know, I should have had a jersey on or something. Because everybody had a jersey on, some leggings or some pants or some tennis shoes, a jacket, a hat, something. Motherfuckers had on full Cowboys garb. I mean, like, they had the, the, the jersey with the jacket, with the beanie, with the scarf, with the with the Nikes or the Adidas or whatever. Yes. Even even Jean Pants had fucking Cowboys logos on it. Motherfucker rolled up in an old school drop top with Cowboys shit painted on the goddamn car. He had a picture of Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott painted on his fucking car. People were serious, people. So, we get in there. Everything is nice. Seats wasn't bad. I hate paying resale for any fucking thing. But y'all went ahead and paid the resale. It's cool. I'm glad they didn't show me what the original price was because it would piss me off. Because then I would have saw how much over the original value, retail value, I paid for the shit. So, I'm glad I never actually got to see the tickets because that would have just made me mad. But I was happy that that Lady L had a good time. I was happy that they won. Uh, it was funny that I almost got into a fight. But, yeah, tell them about that. Um, you know. So, look. Halftime. We wait a few minutes. Matter of fact, we didn't even wait for halftime. We like went two, two minutes Yeah, about before, two minutes or so. Two, before the two-minute warning. We go to the line to try to get some food. So, while we're sitting down there, we decided to divide and conquer. Lady L went to go get the alcoholic beverages. I was standing in line for the food. But then she said she wanted nachos. So, I realized... While we were standing there, that the line we were standing in didn't serve fucking nachos, but my son wanted a hamburger, so he stayed in that line. I moved over to the line with the nachos and shit. Well, while we sitting there, this ugly ass little black chick and uh, her boyfriend oh, roll up into the line and just. So when I walked up, I looked at the line. The line looked a little off. I was like, "Hey, does the line start here or y'all curving?" They was like, "The line curves this way." So I go get back in line where it curves at. These other motherfuckers walk up and just stand there like they in line. The ugly bitch look and see the curve in the line and just going to turn back around and just stand there and start smiling and shit. Then they go, she going to try to start talking to the people over there to see if, you know, she can make friends with them. So the bitch didn't have to move. Well, what that created was you had like six or seven other motherfuckers come stand directly behind them right. instead of going and getting where the line curve. And my thing is, you uncivilized pieces of shit. You don't have the combination to say, hey, does the line start here or is the line over there? You saw 15 fucking people standing behind me. All in that line, and you sorry motherfucker still walked up there. Cool. So, my girl was like, hey, these people are skipping, and they really gonna pretend like they not skipping. I was like, yeah, anybody that's from this part here back is skipping. The line curved this way, and they just walked up. The ugly little black bitch was like, uh, well, uh, I was Wait, with the people. don't call her ugly little black bitch. The ugly little black bitch was like, well, I was over here with these goofy-ass, ugly little white people uh, that just left. Oh, so you're going to wait till the ugly, goofy-ass white people leave to say I was with them. with them. So they didn't. So they couldn't be like, I don't know this bitch. So I was like, well, if that's the lie you want to go with, cool. You was with them, fine. She was like, well, ain't no fine. I knew who I was with. I was like, man, you just walked up here. Ain't nobody fucking stupid. But if you want to sit up there and act like you've been here, then shut the fuck up, and it is what it is. 
She has a man with her. She has a boyfriend with her. Cool. He didn't say nothing to me. Right? That's a very important part of the story. He didn't say shit to me. So then, it was the gay little therapist dude. Oh, no. No, no, no. Back up. What? So, you didn't know he was gay. I knew it from afar. Not that that means anything. But. I didn't care. I don't give a fuck what you are. Right. You were skipping my line. You was about to get knocked out. So, look. So, he, he, he was standing there. I didn't say anything about the people skipping. Because I already had it in my mind. When it came time to get ready to pay, I was going to step in front of them anyway and start ordering my food. I didn't give a fuck what they was doing. But the little white girl, the little goof-ass white girl asked the question. So I fucking answered it. And then the little ugly-ass black chick that knew she was skipping had the audacity to want to catch attitude. And I'm the kind of person, man or female, I don't give a fuck who you are. We can talk. We can have a conversation. I don't give a fuck. I didn't disrespect you. I didn't cuss at nobody. I didn't raise my voice. I answered the question. Yes, they are skipping. The line curves this way. Anybody over there, they are skipping. So the white girl that asked the question, her little goofy ass, I don't know if I'm going to deal with this. I've been standing here too long to have to argue with people. Yeah, those lines were So she walked off. Cool. More people got into the wrong side of the line. There's a goofy-ass white dude and his little Mexican dudes course, got in line. Of course, because when people line up wrong, they're going to keep so lining up wrong. So then the little uh, Scooby-Doo-looking dude behind me. Oh, my God, Scooby-Doo. This motherfucker, uh, uh, what's, what's Scooby-Doo, homeboy? Uh, Shaggy. Shaggy behind me was like, hey, man, ain't those people skipping? Again. I was like, yeah, everybody right here is skipping. So the little gay black dude was like, man, you really bothered about... This line, I'm not skipping. I say, hey, man, you are skipping. You didn't walk up here and ask where the line started. We've been started. sitting here for 30 You just minutes. walked up here. Even though you see me standing here, I was standing here before you. He was like, well, i tell you what. How about you could just go before me, and that way you can have a good day. Because it seems <laughs> like you're having a bad day. I say, dude, I am blessed and highly favored. I am having an amazing time right These now. These are blessed. The Cowboys winning, my we're wife is the- happy, and we are doing good. Hallelujah. I say, man, this shit is awesome. I'm having a great fucking time. But somebody asked me a question about you motherfucker skipping, so, so I'm, I'm answering the goddamn question. Oh, well, first you argue with her. You a dude, and you argue with a female. I say, she got a man standing right there. If that nigga had a problem with he but that's something. not even the point. The point is she's also arguing with you. And so she I gets to scream that, on you? Who looked at me and started laughing because he was like, this shit ain't that serious. And I was like, I don't think it's that serious either. But this motherfucker's feeling guilty. So now he want to open up his goddamn <laughs> mouth. And he was like, well, uh, I, I don't understand why you just being so angry over there. Because I've been standing in line for 90 like, you, This dude asked me about child skipping, and I told him, yes, y'all are skipping. You feeling guilty like you're doing something wrong because you know you're wrong, <laughs> and now you want to try to play the fucking victim. By the way, well, pause your story, pause. So, vantage point. I come back with the cowboy readers. This is how long they've been. They were in line before I got the cowboy readers and after I came back. When the cowboy read us. So I'm in line with my son. And I said, well, where's your dad? He pointed. All I see is hands moving. So this argument between the alleged psychiatrist and your dad and uh, brother Rue was ensuing at that time. And I was about to come over there. I told my son to hold my margarita. Because I was like, wait a minute. Something crazy going on over there. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So then, the little gay dude 
He was like, Stop the, uh, the alleged psychiatrist. He was a gay dude. Alleged psychiatrist. I'm, That's I'm, even more like of I'm an insult. It was the goofy white girl. It was Shaggy. He had a sleepy eye situation. Anyway, you so can talk about this that. bitch ass nigga. Go yeah, he's a band. And say, oh, well, I'm a psychiatrist, and clearly <laughs> you're being angry and aggressive. I was like, well, dude, if you were a psychiatrist, then you are horrible at your fucking job. <laughs> because who. I say, yo, part of your job is asking this questions. This is a cowboy game. I say, part of your job is asking questions. And you walked your goofy ass up here and just got in the line and didn't ask where the line started. So you are horrible at right. your fucking job. Because guess and, what? And you are now trying to play the victim hmm. when somebody else asked me a question and I answered it. But you a psychiatrist? Right. You fucking need to switch fucking career paths because I guarantee you, you don't know what the fuck you doing. So, Man. and with that, I was in the cowboy reader line. I walked up to the cowboy reader line. It was kind of short, so I was like, oh, shit. And I asked the man in front of me. I said, hey, is this the end of the line? Is it, can I get cowboy a margarita here? He said, I sure hope so, because that's what I'm trying to get. The lady in front of him wasn't with him. She turned around and said, yeah, me too. I'm, we are trying to get the margarita, so hopefully this is a line we can get them in. So I was like, we are praying together then. That was the end of that. This, Everybody who came after me was like, is this where the line is? Is this where the line and, is? And the thing was, all the people after finding out that the line curved and they were skipping, you would think they would ask other people, hey, well, was the line here or not? No. They stood their goofy asses right there. Of and course. they like they wasn't skipping. And my excuse me, plan the whole time was as soon as it's time to order for any one of these motherfuckers, I'm going to step in front of them. What you need, sir? Yeah, I but, need a so the bitch big face him. So then the bitch ass nigga. Band. Once I said Band the psychiatrist. Shit, once, once I said the shit about him being horrible at his job. Bad well, I don't have time for this. I'm not going to stand here. Yeah. I'm like, do somebody. You can leave. Like, what the fuck? I, so I, I saw that part. I was just about to come over there, and I saw him leave, and then the man behind him allegedly started prancing off behind him, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. His boyfriend went with him. And they were both bigger than me. I didn't give a fuck. I I I wanted to smoke. To slide his bitch ass. I wanted to smoke. I was coming. The funniest part about the shit is when we got back to our seat, guess who was three people down from us? Right. Which ass nigga. By the way, they they didn't they weren't sitting there that whole time. I think they were so standing room only. Standing room only. And they they came came over there and sat down. Yeah. He just came over there and took the seats. Yeah. So, let me tell you how much of a so bitch I saw him. I don't think they saw us. And then it was funny. You asked. No, no, he saw me. He, I know he saw me because the stupid motherfucker made a big deal about being in a good mood and having such a good and time. And being a that He was sitting over there in his chair trying to pretend like he was having such a good time. Oh, he time, was twerking and singing. To the music and all this yeah. shit to further show that he's not bothered and having a good time. And I was too. And I was like, and I'm just sitting there what drinking song my little One of them songs came on and I was like, uh, 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 I'm sitting there uh, drinking my margarita <laughs> and laughing my ass off. So then. And talking cash shit to the Atlanta fans. Well, Fuck I just, y'all. I just got food for my son. And my wife was like, at that point, she was like, we've been waiting too I'll long. I'll eat later. It's like 10 minutes left in the goddamn third quarter. We've been here since the second quarter. Let's I want to go, go gloat to the so Atlanta fans we were sitting by and we let was, them know. I asked the two dudes sitting next to me, hey, man, do the concessions close in the fourth quarter? Mm-hmm. They was like, I don't know. This is our first time there. And we're like, so I was like, hey, excuse me. 
I asked the little, I asked the bitch ass nigga boyfriend. Band. I was like, hey, Band excuse boyfriend. me. He was like, huh? I was like, hey, do the concession stop at uh fourth quarter? He was like, what? I was like, do the concession stop? Because he couldn't believe I was talking to him. And his boyfriend was looking at me. Yeah, and I'm looking at both of them like, nigga, I asked you a motherfucking question. I don't give a fuck about what happened down there. You niggas mad about the shit. Further proving my fucking point. But you've been answering my motherfucking question. So then I was like, ooh, the concessions closed in the fourth quarter. He was like, nah, they don't. I was like, all right, bet. Thank you. Line, motherfucker. The gotcha concessions closed in the fourth quarter. But we went down there. They didn't close in the fourth quarter. They, so you can't get a drink. But like with two you can't minutes, get an alcoholic no, beverage. No, it was like with five minutes, two minutes left in the game, they start closing the shit down. Yeah. So luckily, the Cowboys is beating the Falcons' ass, so we got up a little earlier and went yeah. ahead and went and got some. Because if we would have waited till the end, end of the game, no. then yeah, we would have been able to get nothing. But he couldn't believe I was talking to him. I was like, nigga, you are mad because I called you out for skipping. I <laughs> personally don't where give did a fuck because I already from? had my plan in place on what I was gonna do to you, motherfuckers. I come prepared to fight. <laughs> I wasn't worried. Right. Sadly, we do come prepared to to fight, not to kill nobody. Nah, to I don't fight. Want to fight. If you me. want to smoke, I was like, Gavin, you gonna have to hold these drinks. So then, so my wife asked me what happened, right? So after all that, I walked over there. She asked me what happened. I said, "What well, the motherfuckers skip me?" My son was like, "Yeah." I saw them just walk yes, up yes. and skip. And I was like, what are they doing? They don't see the line over there? My daddy been standing there. He's like, daddy, For all, 20, them 30 people, minutes. all them people skipped. And I was like, son, don't worry about it. I let all them motherfuckers right there know that they were fucking skipped. So the funny part about it is they had this little light-skinned boy. He was black. That little light skinned nigga wanted to act like he was T.I. or something, like he was a gangster. He's just standing there quiet, sucking his teeth or whatever, making little mug faces. And I'm standing looking at him like, nigga, you the first person I'm going to knock out. <laughs> you can stand there and be quiet. Was he a, a cowboy fan or Atlanta fan? All of them was cowboy fans. This is ridiculous. I feel like you it. was arguing with cowboys, but you couldn't take it. It was too much positivity no, in the day. They skipped the goddamn line. I know that, but you feel, I think your spirit couldn't, couldn't Take all of the positivity. I had no problem. You should have been arguing with in Atlanta fans. So let me moment. get this straight. A grown-ass man of over 40 basically berated us going into the stadium. And you said nothing. Who? The fucking guy that had this tailgate that was like, yeah, and pacing. And love. And yeah, motherfucker. So first of all, so you this said is the part of the story him. that she's leaving out. That guy was with a Cowboys fan. He high-fived high the Falcons fans, and his homeboy high-fived me, and we was high-fiving and looking at him like, nigga, fuck you. That's the boy she leaving out. I want to smoke. Ooh, I want to smoke. That I nigga was drunk red. and high-fiving all the Falcons fans. I didn't give a fuck about him. Yeah, but it's like, why you let him pass? Why you let... See, you didn't see what we were I'm dealing with. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I didn't give a fuck about so the Cowboys fans. So um, me and Reem, GH Remix had to sit there while they disrespected Michael Irvin. Yeah, he's here. Okay, sit down. So they disrespected Michael Irvin. They were yelling in our ears. Yeah! Yeah! I'm like, oh like, my get God. Him, get him! Get him! You're yelling at these people. Oh, sorry. So but that's what buddy, they were doing. But that's that's what sorry. was happening. That's lit. That's what was they happening. They was talking the most crap. By halftime, they were silent. It was silent. Thank you. I All forgot. Right. Where did I go? 
You went to get Man, drinks. Oh, you got drinks. drinks. Yeah, I come back, my son ready to fight, my wife ready to fight. I'm like, who did it? I'm fight. like, who did it and what? He keeps screaming, and this dude was disrespecting. I say, did anybody say anything to y'all? No. Oh. They were talking at me. They were talking at me. It was in my ear, though. Well, he was right behind you, screaming for the So family, then, yeah, don't do that. Don't dirty fucking birds, do that. Quote, unquote, dirty birds. Thank you. Falcons came. Thank you. Gavin, did you uh, focus? What are you? No mercy, now focus. I'm confused. Mercy. Come here. No mercy. Did them people or did them people not skip? They in the line. They were skipping, yo. I saw it. I saw that old Mr. Clean dude. He was trying to skip. The bitch ass nigga. Yeah, he was bald headed. <laughs> Mr. Clean. About to get up. But yeah, I was so gonna, I was gonna record too. I was, I was just like, man, I, I I have fun. I'm sorry. I have fun. We have fun, but it's like them fans are just annoying. But it was funny when they showed up by halftime. Though. Yeah, it was we great. Whooping them. I was what like, what was that end score again? Oh, 43 to forty-three to three. Oh, y'all always scored a field goal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in their mind, they didn't get shut out, so they were. They were <laughs> yeah, I said my problem is, you know, after all that, I let them talk. I let them disrespect Michael Irvin. Well, all I said was Maddie Ice got iced, and all of them turned around and looked at me, and I was oh. like, "What?" Well, he actually said that. Yeah, yeah. I did. When he oh, got sacked, I said Maddie uh, Ice got iced, and just like that, and all of them gonna look around. Oh, man, hello, no, man, How y'all somebody doing today? Up. Well, I enjoyed the game. It was fun. I enjoyed I'm happy it. That- I got, I got to, to take Lady L chance. to her first Cowboys game. I felt bad that that was her first Cowboys game. I know. It's but been, those it's... resale prices. Yeah. I never ridiculous. could justify it, but I'm glad they won. Because I would have been throwing things if they would have lost some that type of person. So, it worked out great. <laughs> so, yes, thank you again, Brother Ru, for that experience. I mean, I have been to NFL games before, just not the Cowboys. So, it was different. Like, I felt like I was amongst my people. It was just wonderful. <laughs> not being in a hostile situation. Oddly enough, I can see how she looks so comfortable being able to wear her little Cowboys jersey. Without and, getting snarked, Not worried about people saying something to her, being in defense mode. I felt kind of happy for her and sad at the same time because she could never do that shit in Houston. You, right, so I got a C.D. Lamb jersey. Shout out C.D. Lamb. Get better. He got a concussion. She leaving out the fact that she already had an Emmitt Smith jersey. But, but no, I was a about C.D. Lamb jersey. But go ahead. So I was about to. So oh, okay. I got the CD Lamb jersey because he's a fellow Louisianian, right? Uh, and I like '88 because you know of the people who came before him. I do have an Emmitt Smith jersey, so I was on my cowboy high after you know hearing Weedon Boys for the hundredth time, and so we were leaving to come home because you know we didn't get in that traffic. Mm-hmm. I don't see how people do that actually. Drive four hours after an NFL game. We weren't about that life. So we left the next day. And so I had my Emmitt Smith jersey and I wore it because I was still in Arlington. And um, I forgot and got home. And, of course, as soon as I got home, I go to the Starbucks. And I feel like my barista was looking at me like, what she got on? Like, he was looking at me funny. And it's like, oh, I forgot. Back to this shit. 
But my problem is the Texans are not a contender. They are not an NFC East. If you're not going to snark when you see a Patriots, Steelers, fill in the blank jersey, do not snark when you see a Dallas Cowboy jersey. It doesn't make any sense. They're right up the road. It's so weird that a lot of y'all won't even go for them. Like, if y'all aren't in it. Like, it makes no sense to me. But go off. I don't understand this thing that Texans fans have for Cowboys fans. I would think that we'd hate the Titans more than we hate the Cowboys because the Titans actually were the Oilers. And Mm -hmm. that bitch-ass ownership is mm-hmm. the reason why they left. Right. Or the Colts, because Peyton They're Manning the and them used to ass. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, Fred I mean, Taylor at the Jacksonville Jaguars used to run all fucking over us. But, you know, who am I? Y'all probably went, how many years without Peyton Manning, with Peyton Manning beating y'all? Y'all could never beat His Peyton Manning? His whole existence in the it, fucking It was like one time. One time y'all beat him. And it's like, he was on a decline. We beat Peyton Manning in Houston. We ain't never beat him in Indianapolis. So, that's who you should be mad at. To me, it's weird. So, I hear some people say, like, let's say the Rockets are out of it. They'll be like, I'm going for the home state people and I'm going for the Spurs. But they never say that about the Cowboys. It's like, y'all like losing that much that y'all would not go for Dallas if they went to the Super Bowl? That sounds asinine. They would. But that's stupid. Ah, oh, man, listen. They would. Look, I like a parade, so I'll tell you right now, I don't really fuck with the so Texans. So you going down to Dallas for the parade if they win? Of course. If they win, I'm probably... <laughs> drastic things are going to happen. <laughs> I'm getting a star tattoo. Yeah, all of these things are happening. We getting divorced because I'm not going to deal with that shit. But go ahead. <laughs> But why not? So, see, this is the problem. When y'all were somewhat good and had a chance, I never said that. People, this woman is going to be playing Weedin' Boys. <laughs> that song be Every slapping. morning, she probably going to wake up to that song. I'm going to get tired of that shit. not going to want to hear it. No. Why? Every day, Weedin' Boys. I, I don't go, play it every day. I play it on game day when we niggas, win. If you niggas want oh Super Bowl, you're going to play it every day after no, that. No, no. No, I'm not. Watch. We'll see if it happens. Like I said, so when we were at in Dallas after the game, every Uber that drove by, everybody in their car played We Them Boys. And I didn't see you saying anything. I said, see, this is what people do. They play We Them Boys. And giving me the ability to tone that shit out. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that song. It ain't until y'all took it and made it y'all theme song. Why? What's wrong with that? I was not tired of hearing that shit. No, no. We ain't them boys. Shout out to Wiz Khalifa. He did that. Boys from Pittsburgh. I don't give a fuck about no cowboys. No. Guess what? They streamed that song. He's cool with it. If they asked him to come and perform it for Super Bowl halftime, he would. Little John came perform, turned down for what? Exactly, and he, we know damn well he didn't make. Oh, and speak, just a, I forgot. I saw Atlanta fans in Braves gear. Wrong sport. You don't get to gloat about your little win during a football game. Why not? 
That was actually Wigged smart. Wigged and whack. That was smart because they got them uh, uh, NFL team is trash. Well, the NFL team was trash even when they went to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Well, look, real quick. On the last episode, I was we were talking about One Piece. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about One Piece fighting games. I found a few fighting games for One Piece. The ones where they look like a Dynasty Warrior, they decent, but I don't really, you know. But the Burning Sands one or whatever the fuck it was called, it was actually pretty good, man. I, I'm, I'm mad I can't find it. It was on, like, the regular Xbox or PlayStation or something. So they need a new version, not this Pirate Warrior shit that they doing right now. They need another fighting game. Because between Whitebeard and all these other cats, the shit was pretty cool. But they need to, you know, they need to bring it back. All right, now, back to whatever we were talking about. Well, just to put a button on it, Dallas, we them boys. Anyway, and I feel like I, Brother Rue can be converted. Um, he did have some incriminating evidence. He had on a, dare I say, cowboy shirt. Wasn't it your birthday? Sure, but that, it was asshole Green Bay fans hey. at an Atlanta versus Dallas game with asshole Green Bay shit on Did you on buy it. a Texans t-shirt to wear to the Texans game? I did. All right, I just returned the favor. But you wanted a whole jersey. You went back to the pro shop to get a whole jersey, and I said, where are you going to wear this jersey? I like Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin. I've said that. I didn't see a Michael Irvin jersey in there. I only saw him. That's why I didn't get nothing. Oh, yeah, they didn't have Michael Irvin. They, that's why I just got the t-shirt. Gonna, but that's why the C.D. Lambs are the... the and they didn't have... Uh, high, the go fast. I didn't see Parsons or... Uh, yeah, they Diggs. didn't have Parsons. Oh, yeah, no, I wanted a Diggs so, shirt. I, I didn't get He got an interception that game, too. Because if I could get so Irvin or Emmett, then I was going to go defense with Parsons or... Uh, you Or Lawrence, right? Didn't you say you wanted a Lawrence? I didn't, but you said you wanted a Lawrence. Uh, yeah, playing a Lawrence jersey. the fifth on that. It's the reason why I didn't get a Lawrence jersey, but that's no hit over there. Well, Amari Cooper's on COVID protocol. We kind of need him back, so we just we had a bad game today against the Chiefs, the Chiefs, and it's to be expected. Everybody gets up for the Cowboys. They play the game of their life. What can you do? Hey. I bet not here. If any rapper has a beat the case like like uh, that white boy in Kenosha, Ooh, they should be nobody's banned from hip hop. They should be banned from hip hop. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Real quick thoughts on the Squid Game. I I don't understand the backlash from it, but go. What do you mean backlash? People, uh, uh, John Legend and and uh, huh. Uh, Chrissy Teigen got some kind of backlash for having a, a, a Squid Games themed party. Oh, that was dope, actually. That was cool. I saw that. I didn't understand why, but go ahead. Um, I think that what was the main guy's name? Bing Yong Fong. What was his? I don't fucking know. What was his number? Uh, four fifty. He was the last number, right? Four fifty six, four fifty nine. I think he was the bad guy. Because I feel like... Excuse me, what? Yeah. So, that the man at the end is spoiler time. Spoiler if you haven't seen the last episode. Our number one told our number 456, Hey, 
I bet you if somebody goes and helps that man at midnight. Yeah, 456. I'll try to go. Then, you know, you win the bet. But also, he could have just went his 456 ass outside and helped the homeless man. Or called the police to, hey, get the homeless man off the snow and streets. He just sat there and watched. He never gave him a stipulation like, you can't go help. So, I think that was to show, number one was showing 456, hey, you talking shit about us rich people. You know, putting y'all out there for sport, but what do you do? What do you do to help people? Seems like y'all are the selfish ones, the ones that was up here willing to die for this money and this thing. Dude, we've all saw Squid Games, right? Mm-hmm. And we got the undertone of the game. But it was a fucking movie. People sure. dress up as fucking shows and shit yeah. all the goddamn time. Yes, rich people paid to see poor people do crazy shit for money. <laughs> you know that happens all the time, NBA. So, I mean, NFL. it was a fucking TV show. <laughs> people liked it. So, my broke ass can't dress up as a Squid, as squid Games character right. because of the implications of the fucking movie. Like, people are too fucking squid stupid. Squid Game, but I think what the problem is, Squid Game is a metaphor that for how we live. is awesome. It was awesome. That shit I'm was ready too for much. season two. That shit was crazy as fuck to me. You mean to tell me these niggas playing high Childhood and game. they shoot motherfuckers? Red light, green light. Playing a kid. They playing that a red light, game green light. Fuck me. And motherfuckers me. dying for 40 something million dollars. Yeah. Would you do it? No. Ask Brother Rue how fat long it takes me to finish a series. Too Forever. Long. Squid Game, we finished in a week. <laughs> nah, we finished it in a weekend. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I need to know what happens here. These people are basically playing cardboard cutout and red light, green light, and marbles for their lives. And like basically a, a high level hopscotch and tug of war. What was your, what was the craziest game? Because, I mean, we thought it was going to be that uh, red light, green light, but, my God, it got worse. The craziest game to me was, shit, I don't know, because I was going to say the, the, the tug of war game. Tug of war was kind of crazy. And also the, the game where they had to go over the uh, glass. Yeah, I call that like high level hopscotch. I don't know what they call it. But the funniest shit to me was when they was picking the numbers <laughs> for that glass game and her buddy was like, let me be number one. Please. Because I've never took control of my life before, mm-hmm. and this is the one chance I get to take control of my life. To go but when they showed the motherfucker what the game was, he gonna look back at his uh-huh. buddy that was number sixteen. I'm like, what the fuck are you looking back at him for? You want to take control of your life? Step your bitch ass out there. You you could have been the last person, but you wanted to take control of your life. Now you want to fucking look back. Like, Even though I don't know if being last was good either. Well, at the time they was picking, they didn't know. If what number one was going to go first or if they was going to go in reverse order. So, on the chance you thought number one was going first, you want to control of your life? Get your bitch ass out there. I was sad about old girl um, 
The one who got cut with the glass. Oh. I think that was shitty that they blew the glass like that. Because y'all know everybody wasn't going to survive if y'all blew the glass. But why not? I guess they were supposed to. They, 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 they finished so quick. Uh, Kang C. Bake. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who won was. Sion, what was her number? Uh, 67. Yeah. And then Gi Hun is the guy who won the game. Mm-hmm. If you're going off the characters, yeah. but uh, I think that it's, it was their fault because they ran so close to time mm-hmm. that as soon as they crossed and turned around and looked back, goddamn glass pretty much blew. That was crazy. That was crazy violent. Um, the game that I thought was the grossest was the cookie one. I'm like, ew. Why? Because they was licking the cookie? Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, that's so nasty. Like, this is how we got to get the cookie done? It was not cute. Um, But I don't think that our friend, the Middle Eastern guy, is dead. They didn't show him die. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. They showed him getting shot. They, they, you heard the gunshot. I don't think the he's Middle dead. The Middle Eastern guy, they showed getting killed. They didn't show. Well, the there's old man a theory that killed. he's not dead. Well, he's a fucking idiot. Mm. Did you think the old man got killed? Because he was. I knew he didn't get killed. Because they didn't show him. You need to go back and rewatch it. I'm telling you that our friend, I forgot his name. It wasn't Ali. I, I'm not sure what his name was. He did not die where we could see it. Are you high? No, they didn't show him. They showed his body, quote unquote. They did not show him getting shot. They let the old boy go back. Like he stopped, heard the gun, the alleged gunshots, and then they went on. It was kind of crazy because. Um, like, even the people who were the guards were actually in on the game somehow. So, they had some ties to carry out these killings. Because I don't know if I could have had the stomach to do their... I think they had the harder job. The people playing the game was just playing for money. Those people who had to sit there and kill somebody because they didn't complete a task, that's rough. I stand corrected. Lady L is correct. We didn't see him die. They show you. They show you the guy put the gun on him. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene is old buddy that betrayed him, flinching when he hit a gunshot. Mm-hmm. But they don't actually show the Middle Eastern guy getting shot. And they either. always show the people that are dead. We see them die. We see them die. So I don't think he's dead. I think he'll be on season two. If they use that, they might. So I'm excited for it. It actually was a really good show. If you haven't seen it yet, go and see it. Even with the spoilers, it's worth every bit because the character development was just so crazy. They pretty much got it done in the second, third episode. You knew who was bad and who wasn't. Well, I did. Our friend with the glasses, what was his name? What number was he? I don't. We don't have to say their names because we can't give them justice. But what was his number? A number? I don't remember these people. Numbers. I forgot his number, but I knew I he was bad. The main guy's I never trusted him, and I hate that our friend. Two eighteen. 
Yeah, 218 was bad news. He was manipulative. Him and the other guy who was clearly bad. Wait, that wait. was manipulating the girl. Was it 218? Oh, you talking about 101. Oh, 218 is the one that was manipulating that girl. No. That's 101 right there, the gangster guy. Yeah. But was he the one that had the people that was harvesting the bodies? He was the, the manipulative bodies? one. He was the one harvesting the bodies. The doctor. Yeah. So, so the yes, boy, there was a doctor harvesting bodies. There's a lot of stuff going on. It was just crazy thing after crazy thing, and just deeper and deeper. And I'm sure um, <clears throat> season two will bring more of that type of stuff out. You talking about old buddy that sacrificed himself? At the end. Yeah. That that some crazy little. I mean, it was again. These were childhood games, but it was very. Uh, oh no, that's him. Two one eight. That's him. Two one eight. Yeah, two one eight was bad. The one who said, "Take care of my family." Yeah, that's him. Two one eight. Yeah, he was horrible. He, but I think again, our number four fifty six wasn't any better. The best scene in the movie is when they was playing the glass game, and the the, 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 the weird ass chick. Mm-hmm. Grabbed the gangster dude. Yes. And took that leap backwards. Ooh, that was crazy. Because she knew. So, yes, the glass game. I don't know what it was called, but it was like hopscotch, right? So, there were two different types of glass. There was the glass that could hold people and glass that if you jumped on it, you were just going to your plummeting death. And you can tell because they made them look identical. That was just bananas. That game was the craziest. The tug of war was crazy because you had to fall from so far when you fell. But it was something about that glass game because you also had to fall through like piercing glass. The tug of war was fucked up because if your team was garbage... Everybody died. You had a long ass fuck. So you had time to think about. It. I'm finna die mm-hmm. on the way down. That yeah, shit was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but a lot of the games were just you die right here. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't know when that red light green light game started, and they didn't realize you have to remain still. Yeah, I saw the TikToks. <laughs> Cash money, come on. Taking over for the 99 2000, you gonna be able to stay still, brother? You gonna be able to stay still? What if your favorite song come on? Like, let's say Whoa by Black Rob comes on. Yeah, if my life depended on it, fuck that song. <laughs> you ain't gonna be like, Nope, you just <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that was crazy. I actually wanted to do that for Halloween, but hell, it was right up on Halloween when we saw it. So, wasn't getting that off the ground. But I saw an Instagram the other day that Chris Brown actually had peop- the guards that looked like those Squid Game guards in the video of his. Like, it was Transformer or something like that. And I was like, wow, talk about... Being like ahead of your time on stuff, so that was just a weird little thing I thought about. But overall, I like the show. I thought it's funny. Um, GH Remix can't finish it. He got this episode two and he was out. I mean, it's highly stressful. Too much violence. 
It, yeah, it's very gory, but you know, I'm a fan of the Halloween movie, so I'm all about the gore. Actually, watched Halloween last night again. It was it was good on the second watch too. That that scene in the park wasn't as dramatic. As yeah, I it wasn't. It. It's so weird. Maybe that cut but, different. <laughs> but they still rolled through that like they were finna put in some work, and, and they did not put in enough. They got their ass Nobody they let a 61-year-old cut his leg off. That's my thing. Watching that shit back, <laughs> he looked like goofy-ass old dude just walking up. Yeah. And, oh, there goes my mask. And, nah, 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 nah. and he yeah. killing like 17,000 people. Like, how did goofy-ass old dude kill all these people? Because. He looked decrepit. He's Michael Myers still, man. He's he taking still. gunshots to the chest and shit. And going, what? And, and, and bouncing back and fucking people up like nothing just happened. He was on some John Wick. <laughs> he really was. But yeah. Steroids. All I can say, you know, what we need to do, Blairs, is get out there and vote. We can't be mad about outcomes like this. This is why it's important to vote for your local officials because then the judges don't get to dictate you know, outcomes of a case like Pay what happened in Wisconsin. Yeah. And uh stay safe. Be good people. And I'm Lady L. Brother Ruth. And it's been the Blur Perspective Podcast. Peace out.